Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. I'd like to welcome you to the inaugural episode of Soul Food, Episode Zero. Uh, And in this episode, we're going to look at why we chose to do soul food, what exactly it is, and then share with you an important hadith about mercy, an important prophetic narration teaching us about the centrality of mercy. But before we get into soul food, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I was born in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and lived there till I was seven years old. And then we moved to Malaysia, where we lived for a year as well. And then from the time that I was nine years old all the way through high school, we lived in Saudi Arabia. And when I came back to the U.S., it was for university where I attended the University of Michigan. And it was really only there that I was able to feel a deeper connection with my deen, a deeper connection with Islam. And then from there, I was able to study with scholars in North America and abroad, and finally was able to complete my master's degree at Hartford Seminary in Islamic Chaplaincy. And I currently work as the Muslim chaplain at the University of Toronto. So what is soul food? It's really interesting because when we look at the discourse about Islam, and I'm sure you've probably felt this way before, and you see what a lot of lectures are about or conferences or speakers, what they're talking about a lot of times is what to do. A lot of it is about doing things. And it sometimes can feel like, I know I felt this way, it can sometimes feel like the dean is just a long to-do list. It's just a long checklist of things. I got to do this. I got to do that. Can't do this. Can't do that. And if we're really honest, the, you know, the to-don't list sometimes seems even longer than the to-do list, right? There's some people who are obsessed with all the things that are haram and that you can't do. But in reality, Islam is so much deeper than that. There's so much more meaning than just that. That the, you know, the things that we do, they're very important. But there's a connection internally to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's internal meanings that have to be there as well. And Islam is really about this balance and this harmony with the inward and the outward. So soul food is not about necessarily what to do per se, but it's about how to be, what experiences we should have, the state of our heart, the state of our soul. How do we refine our character? How do we have hearts that are full of these values and virtues that are pleasing to God? And that's what the path of spiritual cultivation is about. And that's what this podcast, Soul Food, is about, inshallah. So I hope that it's, you know, something that speaks to you and resonates with you and you feel is important uh, because I think it's something that we all are in dire need of today. That, you know, the the Islam that teaches us how to be as human beings. Um, And how it's kind of going to work is... Uh, through these podcasts, right? You're listening to it now, and this is just episode zero, but we were really excited about the medium of podcasts because 
it gives people the ability to access things that in previous times would have been impossible, right? It's just, you know, connecting people at different levels and access to knowledge and learning and connecting with one another in ways that we could have never done before. And when we were kind of researching, you know, our team, we were researching, uh, you know, podcasts and what was out there and how we would do soul food and how it would work and so forth. We looked for Islamic content on iTunes and although there were some really good things, it there wasn't a whole lot of stuff out there as it you know pertains to kind of Islamic podcasts. We found a really interesting kind of cool show, very different, called Soul of Islam Radio, which was kind of this podcast about the intersection between science and spirituality. Uh, there was another really cool podcast that I enjoyed very much called D- Diffused Congruence, kind of a mouthful, Diffused Congruence, which was... Um, these two these two men in uh, California who interview these you know people these famous kind of Muslims and get their stories about the you know American Muslim experiences but it's in kind of like the format of of these interviews which was really cool but also kind of different and then you have things like Seekers Hub and other educational institutions that would upload like lectures and classes and so forth. And all of these uh, different podcasts, we'll put their uh, links to them in the show notes for people who are kind of interested to know what's actually already out there. Um, And we wanted to make something a little bit different than all of that, which was a short daily podcast for Ramadan. Ramadan is the best time to work on ourselves, right? And we're fasting from physical food. It's beautiful. If you look at the meaning, right, this is what soul food is about. What is the meaning of Ramadan? What's the meaning of fasting? You look at Ramadan, we abstain, we withhold ourselves from physical food, but we feast spiritually with the Qur'an, with prayer, with dhikr, with coming together as a community. And that's what soul food is about, is feasting our souls on these things that bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so we were, we're going to have daily podcasts, and each podcast will be like 15 to 20 minutes long. And we're going to talk about topics that all relate directly to the soul. So some of the things that we struggle with, such as anger and envy and greed, and some other topics that we need to inculcate within ourselves, such as patience and gratitude and love, inshallah, and many more topics, uh, God willing. So definitely keep an eye out for that in Ramadan. Um, And we wanted to also do the format of podcast because it would be easy to listen if you're commuting to work or to school or doing some housework or cooking for iftar or whatever it may be, that it would be something that you could listen to and benefit kind of in these in, in, in between times, right? So inshallah, let's begin. And before we get into all of these topics in Ramadan, we wanted to start episode zero talking about the central value and virtue within Islam, and that's mercy. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, in this beautiful hadith, this really encompassing hadith and very profound hadith, teaches us the central value of mercy. And this hadith, interestingly enough, is the first hadith that scholars would teach their students when there was a new student who was setting out on the path to to seeking knowledge and seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first thing that they would teach them is this hadith. Because they wanted to let them know that everything that you're about to learn 
has to be seen through the lens of this hadith. Has to be seen through the lens of mercy. And anything that contradicts that or doesn't fit into this, you know, uh, central hadith, you have to make sure that you're understanding things properly. This hadith is known as Al Hadith Al Musalsal Bil Awaliyah, the hadith that is continuously taught as the first hadith. And it goes as such. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الراحمون يرحمهم الرحمن تبارك وتعالى ارحموا من في الأرض يرحمكم من في السماء that the messenger of God peace and blessings be upon him he said those who are merciful are shown mercy by الرحمن by the all merciful one of the names of God blessed and exalted show mercy to all those on earth and the one in the heavens will show mercy to you this is the hadith that we need to understand everything through. This all-encompassing mercy. And when we talk about mercy, mercy isn't something that you do. It's not something that you do. I can't tell you, go out and do mercy, right? Mercy is a state of the heart. It's a way of being. It's a way that you understand everything that you do through that value and virtue and state of the heart. And what it is, is having compassion towards others and wanting good for them. And what's amazing about this hadith is that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he says, show mercy to all those on earth. He doesn't just say, show mercy to Muslims. He doesn't say, just show mercy to human beings. He doesn't just say, show mercy to living things. Be merciful to everything on earth. Be in a state of mercy in everything that you do. So that applies to human beings, it applies to animals, it even applies to plant life and the environment. So it's so encompassing. And what's amazing to me when I was learning this hadith, and I hope you feel the same way, is that it's such an eye-opener. You know, when I was growing up, the first thing that really came to my mind when I was learning Islam or when I was kind of around what would seem to be like a religious environment Mercy isn't the first thing that would pop into my mind to describe it, right? Sometimes even from people who appear to be kind of like religiously inclined, the first thing that comes to mind isn't really mercy. But it's amazing to me that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and that traditionally, historically, scholars have made sure to teach this hadith from the beginning. And that's why we want to start off here. That's why we want to re- correct and you know redirect our hearts to understanding what Islam is really about and how we have to be as Muslims every single chapter of the Quran except for one starts off with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of God the all merciful the mercy giving we start that all the time, that, that this is a central virtue and value in our deen, that God the Exalted attributes mercy to Himself. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, these attributes of mercy. The Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, one of his titles is the Prophet of Mercy. Nabiyur Rahmah. So if the Lord is the Lord of Mercy, and our Prophet is the Prophet of Mercy, then we have to be the Ummah of mercy. We have to be people who revive this within humanity all across the world. And we start with ourselves. I start with me, you start with you. 
and inshallah it'll spread. But we need to be people who revive this mercy because the world needs it now more than ever. And I wanted to start with this hadith for the blessing of that connection and to define the lens with which we look through everything in our lives and in the world so that we can be beacons of goodness and mercy and that we revive the beauty that the world really needs and the beauty that is within Islam. This isn't something foreign. We're not coming up with anything new. It's already there. We just need to live it within our lives. So someone might say, okay, that sounds great. Uh, mercy, it's beautiful. What's that got to do with me? That's really abstract. How am I going to change the world and be this beacon of mercy and goodness? And it might seem like kind of like a, you know, asking too much or expecting too much. In reality, it's really simple. Today, in dealing with one person, be a little bit more compassionate and merciful and kind in how you interact with them. It could be the guy on the side of the road who's asking for some change. You know, give him some change and say, you know, I hope things get better for you. I hope that things are looking up for you. Or I'm praying for you. Or if, you know, like a coworker, you're grabbing some, some coffee, grab another, another cup of coffee for a coworker if you know that they like that, that kind of coffee, for example. Or dealing with family or neighbors or whoever it may be. Go out into the world and just try to be a little bit nicer and a little bit more compassionate and considerate with people. And if that's too abstract still, maybe someone's out there is like, I really don't know how to do all that. That's, that's still too much. One simple thing that we all can do is smile today. Just smile at someone. Be conscious about that mercy. And even if you have to force yourself a little bit, just smile at someone. You could actually brighten up their day just with that smile. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, he said, don't ever overlook any form of goodness, even if you meet your brother or your sister with a cheerful face. So just smile. If that's all you can do, then that's a beautiful thing. And inshallah, we'll end with that. We'll conclude here with that, you know, that call to action of being merciful people, of, you know, being an expression of beauty in the world and lightening up someone else's day, ta'ala. Before we, we end completely, I want to ask a favor. To stay in touch with one another, subscribe to the podcast. So there's an, a subscribe bar in iTunes that you can subscribe so that when we do start up in Ramadan, inshallah, you'll be able to get the podcasts automatically downloaded into your phone. Uh, and if you don't want to do that, then you can sign up on our website at soulfood.fm. Soulfood.fm. Sign up, put your email there, and you'll just get an email automatically when we start putting up episodes in Ramadan, inshallah, and you can keep in touch with, with us that way. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at soulfoodfm, at soulfoodfm. And if you're able to, please leave a review on iTunes and any feedback and comments and suggestions. And inshallah, we can keep in touch with one another that way. And I'm really looking forward to beginning, inshallah, this spiritual journey together in Ramadan, where we can come out, inshallah, our prayer should be that we come out of Ramadan in a better state than how we entered. 
that we come out as transformed souls, as more sincere human beings, as more deeply connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And lastly, the dua of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, in which he said, Allahumma ballighna Ramadan. We should make this dua in which the Prophet said, O oh Allah, enable us to reach Ramadan. Just in this last month in Sha'ban, the month right before Ramadan, in one day I heard of three scholars, three major scholars who passed away. A lot of us might have thought that we have this guarantee to make it to Ramadan, but we really don't. So we ask Allah that He enables us to reach Ramadan and that we come out of Ramadan in a much more beautiful and pleasing state to Him than the way that we entered. Thank you all for listening. Jazakumullah uh, khair. Keep us in your du'as. And inshallah, we'll see you very soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Astaghfirullah.